no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie And this is a podcast called Cold Dog Soup. I don't remember how to do this. Look, gang, let's just get this out of the way. It's been a while. I don't know how long it's been. Shiny's got things he's got going on. I've had things I've had going on. We didn't forget about doing a podcast. I mean, Sean is literally being possessed by the devil right now, as I see him. He is having a herky-jerky reaction to something. Guess What's he's magnetized from his vaccine, finally. Mm-hmm. You know, it's vaccines, babies. It's been a whirlwind of a couple months for this old gang, but we're back. We're back in the saddle again. I am mostly bruiseless. I've recovered from a very, very difficult wrestling match. Where can we find the video of that, by the way? You can find that on YouTube.com. Is that like a video? Oh, like YouTube, like the TV is a tube. But it's like championship wrestling. It's called the symphony because, you know, everything I do is music based. Mm -hmm. And man, did it ever hurt like shit. Was that the, is this like the first time you've ever like, but I mean, you've wrestled before. This is the first real, this is the first real thing I've ever done. Like everything else was set up to be, oh, this fat fuck is going to get his ass kicked by this big guy. And then sure. flim flam, bim bam, and I herky jerky twerky jerky. No, this was just me and a dude standing in the ring, kicking the shit out of each other with stuff. And it hurt like a fuck. The yeah. worst part of the yeah. whole thing. And this is a match in which I, you know, fell face first into thumbtacks, um, mm. was hit with a kendo stick to spice up your life by the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess the, I'll talk a minute about this. This bridges into this podcast. The whole thing was set to music. That was the whole bit of the match was we had symphony. A that's a, that's a good gimmick. Yes. I like that a lot. And I don't know that anyone's ever done it before. Um, I've seen no evidence of it, but whoever was in control of the match could yell at the DJ to play a song that they wanted to have played. Um, and at some point my opponent calls for his music and it spice up your life. And I'm just getting the shit beat out of me <laughs> with a kendo stick. And it hurts it's like, so bad. It's like the, uh, the Dave Chappelle bit from like his uh, killing me softly uh, set where he's like, <laughs> me and my white friend get pull- pulled over by the cops and like, he doesn't turn down the radio, uh-huh. which is stupid. Cause you don't want to get your ass beat to a soundtrack. <laughs> so the well, I did folks. We're not going to take it. And uh, at some point, you know, I'm bleeding and I'm like, man, I'm really bleeding. I did a great job. I'm really bleeding here. And uh, I was like, man, this is still going on. Huh? I'm, oh, shit. Did I cut too deep? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Might have some problems later. Yeah. And then I start playing things back in my mind. And the worst thing to happen during the whole ordeal was um, at some point he shoved the referee at me. And as the referee is being shoved by this giant man, he naturally kind of flails back and his elbow catches me right in the bridge of the nose. 
Oh my god! And I mean, it hurts like shit. <laughs> did you say you? Did you say you screwed up a tooth too? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He pulled a tooth out of my head. Like and a tooth, like pulled a human tooth out. A of human it. tooth, like it was a crown, but okay. Still, a uh, tooth. well, I mean, kind kind of a spoiler alert because we are doing to become one by the Spice Girls. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna get into a ball on the floor. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, really hurt a lot. Uh, probably do it again next year too. But what we're doing today is not that. Uh, you know, we give a lot of love to Mike Cooley on this podcast, as we should. But I feel like. We ignore that other guy in that band. We talk about Isabel a lot, too. We never talk about poor Patterson Hood, the lifeblood of the whole shooting match, the guy that started it all, the guy that keeps it all in between. The, it gets so hard to keep between the ditches when the roads wind the way they do. It is Patterson who is steering that bus. So today we're going to talk about Patterson Hood. He owns a dog that can serve drinks. I mean, how can it happen? I've seen it happen. And he is the patron saint of this podcast because he really drug us through six months of last year. (laughs) Woofers, woofers really, really got us through the the thick of COVID. It really did. Um, That is a weird thing now that we are in whatever this weird world is when you kind of we'll be in in thick number two in just a month. Yeah, we're we're still in the thick of it. I mean, whatever. Uh, but like when you look back at last year, I'm like, shit, man, we really did cling to some oddities to get through every Just Wednesday. Fucking get through every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. One of those bastards would pull us through. And so this song, I heard this on probably on the way to wrestling practice yesterday. And um, I was like, shit, I don't know that we've ever even had a conversation about this song. And I said, it fits so neatly into both of our wheelhouses. Like this is, if we were to sit down and write a song, it would likely be this one. It is. Yeah. It, it, it's there's a wacky southern saying in the chorus. Mm-hmm. It's about something that you would care about. Like the mm-hmm. subject matter is a thing that would matter more to you than it would to me. Courtney um, Love. And it's got a fucking cool. Boom, boom, boom. Like musically, it's a thing I'm going to love. Like I don't know why we don't talk about this song all the time. So I do. People. I do like the uh, the song is Walking Around Sense by Patterson Hood. I do like the image of you and I writing a song because it would be kind of like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon writing Goodwill Hunting where like Matt Damon does all the work and Ben Affleck's just like smoking a bong and like eating cereal on the couch. Sounds about right. Sounds well, I assigned which one was which, but I think, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to sit on a couch in my life. <laughs> is this... so? You you introduced me to this years and years ago about, and you said it was about Courtney Love. Yeah, I mean, okay. Pretty, well, well, technically, I mean, if we get right down to the heart of it, I think it's about Francis Bean, or I, uh, I should say, it's addressed to Francis Bean. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's right. who the yeah. song is addressed to, and you know, um, baggage, which is on a trucker's record, is another song Patterson wrote about this. So this obviously had a took a giant toll on him. Cobain's death really did sock him in the face. And that is a blind spot for me because I knew who Cobain was and all that stuff, but yeah. I was into it. And I'm still not into Nirvana. No, no I mean, I was, I was 11, you were 12, 13. Yeah. Like, but it, it just, I wouldn't listen to that kind of music. And like Nirvana literally means hardly anything to me. Like it, it just doesn't mean a lot. I understand <laughs> they're like the Beatles for me in that regard. Like I give them yeah. all the credit. I understand sure. the influence. I understand all that stuff. But 
they just don't do it for me. Um, it's really weird because I I absolutely love Nirvana. There, I mean, I would probably put them top twenty for me. But like, still, it's just like, eh, you know, I'm okay that they didn't make any music past '94. I would I would wish it would be under different circumstances. Under different circumstances, but I, that is, but that's part of the thing, right? Is if if Cobain I mean, hangs around. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's a perfect example is like, uh, you know, Weezer should have stopped after no one asked for Rivers Cuomo's autograph. And uh, I mean, they just covered Enter Sandman Don't or Unforgiven or whatever. Again, the fuck Sean, it was. we had this conversation off air about how if I plant my feet in the ground and say something sucks nine times out of ten. I am ultimately proven right. Now, say my just, name, say my <laughs> name. That could just be uh that could just be the effect of if you wait long enough, all art begins to suck. Sure. There are very few exceptions to that. So I, I'm not a super genius because of it, but I have at least recognized it and can claim it as my own. If I tell you something and some dog shit now, just wait. <laughs> Don't believe me now. Believe me later on. Listen to me now. Believe me later on. That's the goody mob lyric. Sean, speaking of lyrics, do the stuff. They cut your mama underneath the Jaguar. She was acting so mad. I never seen her so sad. Stop. I just love how this fucking song opens because this entire song, as 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 listeners listen to these lyrics, I need you to repl- first of all watch the stop now. YouTube the the clip of Courtney Love uh, interrupting an interview between Kurt Loder and Madonna. Mm-hmm. where she's throwing makeup from like a uh, level below this is this is what's playing on repeat as i read these lyrics and now that i'm thinking about this this song is written so well i don't know he doesn't he never makes a nirvana reference in here does no, he? no he does not make a courtney love reference I don't know if I would have. I mean, I probably would have taken me a couple of years to connect the dots. But uh, if, if you didn't tell me, I can tell you, I only and I don't I'm I am acting like I know what this is about. Um, I think I do, because I think in the liner notes to murdering Oscar, he might say it or maybe in a live show or say something like, I don't know why I keep writing about this. But I can tell you, I knew by the first chorus exactly who this song was about like shit he's really summing this up so well courtney love courtney love is exact this is another dave chappelle reference but courtney love is, is exactly what uh um rick james said to charlie murphy they never they, they never, never should have gave this money <laughs> yes they never sh- she is and that is the epitome of they caught your mama underneath the jaguar she was acting mad, but I never seen her so sad. And just the thought of, first of all, Cobain and Love, everything we know about those two, from their upbringing to how they live, had no business with a Jaguar. No. Like, it's a complete waste on these two. Like, that's not, they're not the kind of people that are moved by having a Jaguar. They simply have a Jaguar because either A, one of them thought they were supposed to, or they just yeah. had money and said, well, fuck, well, I guess we're going to buy a Jaguar. Like nothing about <laughs> screams to me that he, cause like you see pictures of their house, especially after she murdered him. Um, like nothing about that house says these are Jaguar people. Nothing no. about Cobain says he's really into a fancy car. Can you even imagine Kurt Cobain driving? 
Like in your mind, can you picture <laughs> driving a car? The next time I wanna I wanna take power away from somebody, I'm just gonna picture them in traffic. Like just no, 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 no. Go ahead. No blinker. That's fine. Don't worry. Ask don't me. even worry about it. Jeez, Louie. Seattle, am I right, guys? Oh, this guy's got a working place. No wonder. <laughs> is that is that any here? better? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here, guys. I'm gonna try to use appropriate terminology and not be so base. No, you already did. She killed him. No, no, no. I mean, she definitely murdered him. No, but as he's as as they're catching this mama underneath the jaguar, like she's wearing a dress and no undergarments, right? Like she's slit to the world in this scenario, right? We can refer to you uh, to the clip of her. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why is she under the car, Shani? It's that silk dress from the doll parts video that she's yeah, wearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, this is weird because both of you and I love uh, celebrity skin, the record. It's framed in my, yeah. I have it in a frame in in a, in a place of, of high regard in my living room. No, I love it. Um, and I'm not, look, I'm not here to discount Courtney Love's music like there's a lot of it i really like now she didn't write a damn bit of it but <laughs> but that being said she performed it and she's really the only person i can see performing those songs i don't listen to celebrity scan or malibu and think oh man this would have been great if garbage had gotten this one instead of instead of whole <laughs> oh that's another man that does literally nothing for me all right shawnee keep it moving <clears throat> They caught your mama underneath the Jaguar. She was so mad. I had never seen her so sad. I told her that I'd try to get her treatment. I tried to, <clears throat> I, told I told her, her that I'd try to help her get treatment. An intervention to help her intentions. That's just a good line. It is. This is a good line. I never told her I could make her your hero just better than zero. Oof. Oof. But she Oof. held me to much more than that. That is a heavy piece of writing for. In the song, what is what I believe to be happening is Kurt Cobain is talking to Frank yeah. Bean, his daughter, about her mother. And he's saying, I never promised your mother I could make her look, I could make her look good in your eyes. I yeah. never said that about her. Just better than what she is now, which is a zero. Which better than what she is now is slid out under a jaguar. <laughs> Just womb to the world <laughs> under a very expensive British automobile. Oh, saw at the rock and roll induction liposuction. Another shot of headlines. And like another shot of headlines, a good, just a good pure lyric, but also yeah. like, oh, why does she keep acting like this? It's because people keep pointing cameras at her and taking pictures of her exposed genitals. And she, that's why she puts her breast in a homeless man's mouth is because mm -hmm. people keep. Wait, that's also on YouTube. It is. Keep taking pictures of her while she does it. Um, also, another shot kind of conjures up, uh, not that alcohol was her only vice, but, um, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, she don't. saw her at the rock and roll induction is a week. I, I don't. I don't know exactly what he's trying to tell me there. I don't know if we've. And I, I get. I said it's. Kurt Cobain, but I guess maybe it's not. Maybe it's 
not Cobain. I, I think in the later it, it seems to be, but maybe it's not. It could be the last rock star, Dave Grohl. It um, could be the last star, Dave, rock star, Dave Grohl. Um, Jack White well, would probably like to have an argument with you about the last rock star status. Well, I mean, you know, it could be, I mean, you know, how long do you have to be before you get inducted? 25 years after your first album. So maybe this is in the future, you know, yeah. even though it's in the past in 2021, right. you know, um, Song at the rock and roll induction, I guess well, that. You know, and that's that's clearly just fitting some it's saying that in a way that fits it into the meter. But what a weird way to phrase rock and roll hall of fame. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw it at the rock and roll induction. Honestly, he could have said hall of fame. It's the same number of words, <laughs> syllables <laughs> than uh. That's too on the nose, though. That's yeah, too on the nose for our Patterson. Unless mm. it comes straight from a, a newspaper clipping, <laughs> will accurately quote the newspaper. And by clipping, you mean the entire article. <laughs> uh, she don't even have walking around sense. Walking around sense. She don't even have walking around sense. What a wonderful, wonderful phrase to say. Of all the southern colloquialisms. Mm-hmm. I don't know that walking around since isn't a top fiver. Like so, this five. this might be the not argument, but misunderstanding that we had on uh, throw the flag like years and years ago. Um, I assume that walking around since that this is like a homonym takeoff on the actual term. In that, like, I need some walking around sense, as in like walking around money, like C E N T S. But you're saying, and obviously, I'm trusting you on this more than I would myself. But voice, yeah, you're gonna trust me. <laughs> but like, but so it's always been the the it, that term has always been S E N S E. Yeah, that is how I've always heard okay. uses that son of a bitch ain't got walking around sense. He doesn't have sense <laughs> enough to put one foot in front of the fucking other. Honestly, and become mobile. Between yeah, and like deal with just your everyday like <laughs> interactions. Shit. He don't have it's like when Tim Robinson stuff. Tim Robinson can't drive that car. <laughs> I don't know how to work any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like just does not have the sense to be ambulatory. That's how dumb this motherfucker is. Like between that and I'm sorry, but like some people, if some people calling other people zeros really carries more weight. And I think both Patterson Hood. And Kurt Cobain. I just they keep would, they really. To, I never told her I could make you a hero. It's you know, tough. Shit's hero. rough. Man. Also, also, you know, if you if you peel those layers back, you peel the layers back of that exposed genital. Um, <laughs> just better than zero. Zero being a Smashing Pumpkins song. Uh-huh. It's a great song to kick a dude's ass to, in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, feeds into. How the next uh, lyric gets going? Yeah. Also, my hero is my hero is a Dave Grohl song. Also true. That's the last rock star, Dave Grohl, and fucking Billy Corgan right there, which feeds into a line later on. We're really getting, we're really got our detective hats on. I'm telling you, man. It's like, uh, never mind. You don't watch it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, I don't not watch it. I just. It's like it's like the famous meme where Charlie's, uh, you know, he's got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do know that one. Um, Your mama loves you. She just can never act right. Again, a great not being able to act right is another very, and also the juxtaposition of, and this would have been, I think, pre-Oregon Patterson. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it is 
their story is so incredibly tied to Seattle because Nirvana yeah. is tied to Seattle. And the only the only good or the only successful grunge bands came out of the Pacific yeah. Northwest. And so. having this very syrupy molasses drawl tell this story and then use the words walking around since and then she just never can act right, which is a very southern thing to say. She just can't act right. Act right is like, and I'm only saying this because I think this was on the Chronic 2001, but <clears throat> act right seems to be a term that like crosses racial boundaries. Yeah, at least black yeah. and white racial boundaries. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I think Ackerite is on Chronic Tunes. Mm-hmm. Your mama loves you. She just can never act right. There's always always some reason to show off her ass. Again, that's perfect double. Like literally, in her case, showing off her ass slid out to the world. Now, underneath the Jaguar. For those of you who thinks Hankins is just in his mind, he's gone a little bit too far. I would refer to you to the following line: Not wearing panties when she's facing the spotlight. She thinks it's all right, but at your expense. And then to tie that back around to you're a mother now, Courtney. Courtney, you're someone's mother now. Can we put that puss away? Can we cover it up? Can we cover it up, Courtney? And I don't know. And, you know, today's day and age, maybe we're supposed to be able to have our genitals out. If you want to make a case for that, I'll hear that case. But I'm just saying, if you're Francis Bean, you walk out to the driveway to fetch a toy you left outside. What you don't want to see is your mother, spread eagle, crotch out underneath a jaguar with the paparazzi all around snapping photo pictures. That ain't what you want to see. You don't want to see that. She thinks it's all right, but at your expense. And all her lovers, well, I know I'm among them. There we <laughs> go. All the famous Courtney Love lovers that she took during her time with Kurt Cobain. <laughs> God. Um, Reznor, William oh, yeah. Morgan. Hey, uh, what did what did Trent Reznor write about her? Oh, something awful, I bet. Oh no, it was one of the songs. And this uh, makes me so sad because Starfuckers Incorporated. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, t- hold on. 11 diss tracks that are probably about Courtney Love. Let me run okay. through these. Let's very- pause the song. We don't have a lot left of this. Let's go to that right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, number one, Nine Inch Nails, Starfuckers Incorporated. Uh, <clears throat> number, God, this website sucks. Number two, Tori Amos, Professional Widow. Unfamiliar. Mm, I just like the title and I like Tori Amos sticking her fucking beak in this. Talking a little yeah. shit. <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots, Too Cool Queenie, 2001. Hmm. Late in the game to be putting a boot. <laughs> yeah. There's this boy. He played in a rock and roll band. He wasn't half bad at saving the world. She said she could do no right. He So he took his life. His story is true. Eh, don't she like it. He took his life. I believe I would have written. Tracy Bonham Kisses, also unfamiliar. Wait, that's a. Uh, how did, What? That sounds familiar. Tracy Bonham has never directly confirmed the rumor that kisses from her debut, The Burdens of Being Upright, is inspired by Courtney Love's attention-starved, self-destructive antics. She certainly hasn't refuted it, explaining that the song is about someone who tries too hard to deteriorate in public for our enjoyment. I don't about Courtney Love. <laughs> uh, five and six, Foo Fighters all stick around in stacked actors. 
You know how awful you got to be to have Dave Grohl talking shit about you? I feel how? like Dave Grohl goes out of his way to not talk shit about me. Oh, man, I, I I don't think I've ever looked or understood the lyrics to I'll Stick Around, but how could it be I'm the only one who sees your rehearsed insanity? Oof, oof my goof. That sounds like a Sean Majors fucking special right there. If you told me <laughs> that came from, a fucking, from one of our early Cold Dog Soup episodes, I'd believe it. Oh, new radicals, you get what you give. Uh, I mean, he literally says it. <laughs> Primus and Cocktail. write a different song about that whole fucking awful record. <laughs> and his dumbass hat. Primals, <clears throat> Primus, Coattails of a Dead Man. Um, <laughs> unfamiliar. Oof. I bet it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a six, like well, a like an, gotta say a big old shotgun <laughs> Just like an eight-string, like fretless bass. <laughs> He's dressed as a magpie for some reason. <laughs> um, rounding out, even though we're only at number nine, rounding out the rest of the list, nine through eleven, Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Where Boys Fear to Tread, Bodies, and si- most of Siamese Dream, and maybe Tonight Tonight. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> Oh, the bodies thing is interesting. Yeah, that is because it's not like a suicide. Uh, yeah, that is okay. I'm gonna listen to that with a different ear now. During a BBC interview, Love claimed that the that melancholy, infinite sadness songs tonight, tonight, bodies, and where boys fair to tread are about her. The last tonight's about anything, is it? Tonight, tonight, it's just a nice little love song. Tell me that. It's also a good song to walk out to a wrestling match to. <laughs> um, if you're here to tell me that of all the dudes uh, that were among her other lovers, that Corgan was the one that fell in love and couldn't let her go, I'm here to believe that. I'm yes. Because that's what I would have done too, Billy, and we've always been kindred spirits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that ain't what this is all leading up to. I'm only saying don't let it affect you. Your mama loves you. Your mama loves you. Imagine having to have a conversation with a child, whether it be your daughter or whether it be some child that you care about to convince them that their mother loves them. So <laughs> How fucking ridiculous. Is so that? fitting into our narrative, which we've established is 100 percent true and we're not mm-hmm. wrong at all, um, which is probably going to be rough when uh, we get sued by Courtney Love. Um, historically litigious, that one. Uh, Francis Bean, at the age of Kurt Cobain's death, was around 18 months. So, oh. <laughs> imagine, imagining Patterson writing a song where Kurt is saying it's this to Francis Bean. To two-year-old. Unless this is, it's a posthumous, like, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Dave Grohl. Like, Chris Novoselic. Imagine saying this to an 18 year old and not like a 12 year old or yeah. a tw- you know, yeah. an 18 month old. I mean, this so. reminds me, and I hadn't thought about this in a long time. We had a long standing bit in the car when we were going on wrestling trips. We'd listen to Lithium on uh, sure. Sirius XM. And it would always be us pretending that Francis Bean was hosting a radio show. And it would be her just taking us through the 90s hits and getting slowly worked up 
about how much she hated Courtney and Love. And it would always peak if we hit the right, if we just got lucky enough that we'd flip over and there would be a whole song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Francis Bean would just be screaming, get that bitch off my daddy's radio station. <laughs> I <laughs> would try to call in and talk to Francis and she would get mad her. <laughs> I just, I, I imagine they're saying like, you know, here's fucking spin doctors with two princes. Who gives a shit? My dad didn't write this song. Right. Yes. And like, she would try to hold it together and she would just try to Matt Penfield her way through it. But it would always be... <laughs> With either A, Hole would come on, or B, Courtney Love would call in and try to talk to her. <laughs> she fucking loves here's, her shit. Here's, here's Man in the Box, Allison Chain Sucks. Uh, we should be listening to In Utero from front to cover anyway. Oh, here's another dude my mom fucked. <laughs> yeah, fuck you like an animal, Trent Reznor. <laughs> um, well, this has been a good, uh, you know, just kind of episode to come back to you know it's it's just a good ass song like when you get like it it knows what it is it it hits all its spots and it's a weird story to think about like i i just cannot put myself in patterson's head to be like you know what i want to write about today i want to write a, a song as if i was kurt cobain talking to Frances Bean about how fucked up her mother is. You know, I have, somehow Courtney Love's going to outlive both of them. I, we also might have, yep, we have a, I believe, a cold dog soup first. There are no notes on Genius about this oh, song. Oh, thank God. Oh, that is wonderful. Let's upload this as a Genius <laughs> note. Just, just a link to the RSS feed. Yes, just put this up. It's going to be fine. Uh, but gang, listen, we're back. Back in the saddle, things are calming down. The world's not on fire anymore. Everything you see on the news is fake. The vaccine will give you magnetism. Uh, is that, am I doing? I'm really trying to get our numbers in Alabama up, Shawnee. I feel like we got a base there that we just need to reach. Oh my God. This is why I would never work on Fox News because <laughs> let's, let's keep our current ratings. I'd be real good at it. Um, but uh-huh. ultimately, what we're what we're trying to get you to take away from this is, if you find yourself trapped under a '70s model, expensive British automobile, closed in legs, this has been Cold Dog Soup.